Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find. Welcome to episode 60 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Nearly a full house. Um, Fraser's still yet to log in, but you're with uh, myself, Wooly, Nathan Barden, the mountain goat, and Steve Sparling, or as we call him, the Spartan. How are you, boys? Good. Big week. Everyone's had a good week of running this week. Got some results to chat about. Been a big week, isn't it? It's like yeah. uh, the weather's changed, heated up a bit, and now we've got this bloody uh, the echo winds have come early. <laughs> I said to um, Tammy in the car today, like, how is it we just go from being boiling hot to just freezing cold with like hardly any transition in the weather? Eh? Like, it's just get a few days and it just goes bang. Well, we say freezing, freezing cold. But yeah, overnight temperatures are like 19 degrees. Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's not cold, cold to anyone else, but to us it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, announcement, I've got a new microphone. So hopefully uh, the issues of yeah. losing me and sounding crap quiet. Sounds um, awesome. you got a yeah. flash one now. What's it? A Yeti, isn't it? It's the uh, the the Yeti Blue $200 yeah. worth of uh, of microphone. So It is mic. clear, eh? So clear. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty happy with that. So some of the all. um some of the like the podcasts that I follow, n- nothing to do with sport. They're like mostly um like true crime ones. They've got their um all their podcasts set up and they have these like little like box things around the mic. Oh, yeah. I can't think what they're called, but they just basically trap your sound in. Yeah. And um makes it sound sort of like studio quality. Be pretty um, ignorant to be chatting on Zoom. They can't even see each other. <laughs> but oh, the, I suppose the talk is dead cow gully. Wow, that's yep. really yep. Um, that was there was a lot. It was what 198 starters. Yep. Um, we've had some internet scams. People trying to get people to log in with their credit cards to get yep. live viewing, which wasn't actually Gun happening. Um, I nearly got caught on that. Luckily, I didn't. Um, and uh, could have caught my credit card would have got whacked, hey? Jesus. Yeah, oh, can you imagine what they would have like started trying to charge you for? Oh mate, just would have got wiped it all out. <laughs> oh, just use a dollar, just just we credit your card a dollar. Um yep, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Did you did any of you see on the uh Instagram page, the Dead Cow Gully Instagram page, the the tent area set up? I haven't seen it. Was it huge? Yeah, it was like a like a all festival. the Zebos and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's just oh, you'd lose awesome. your tent, wouldn't you? That was like that at the um, I remember at the twenty four hour mountain bike world championships, it was like hundreds of people. And you had to remember where uh yours was. But luckily mine was right on the edge, so you could see me as I went out on a loop, so I knew it wasn't hard to get to in some people's were like right in the middle, it was like, how the fuck do you find your tent, yeah. especially at night? Like doing a triathlon trying to find your bike. Yeah, it's a massive event. I wonder yeah, how I wonder remember. how it was for that dead cow gully because like cameramans were set up here sponsored by Wild Earth as he's told us when he was on the show so he had the big flag out the front 
and also yeah. the tank, the gazebo had Wild Earth written on it. So I wonder whether it was segregated in any sort of way or whether it was just first in best dress. I think basically getting first in best dress. But I mean, he doesn't live too far away. I wonder if he stayed there the night before or just stayed at home and then drove early in the morning because it was a 7 a.m. kickoff, wasn't it? Yeah, true. We'll yeah. have to have him getting back sort on of the show. I hope that they'd let the favourites set up near the, they're they're be there the, longest, the yeah. corral. Yeah. Because they're yeah. going to be coming and going. I want to be running an extra, else. Yeah. extra couple we can get him back on every lap. If we can get him back on and we'll have a talk about that sort of strategy stuff and uh, leading up to the and the race, we'd be interested to see if he, um, yeah, if he was, if uh, I, he I was going to shoot him a message, but I thought he's probably just in oh, a world of hurt yeah. at the moment. Last thing he wants to do is. Man, you wouldn't have think he just won like at the end of the race. He's like, he said, oh, how do you feel? And he goes, yeah, oh, yeah, pretty good. tired. A bit tired. <laughs> you know, he's there and he's like jogging bottoms. Like he looked like he looked. He nicked off his uh, granddad, you know. I was, <laughs> but um, yeah, he was. Um, he was just, uh, yeah, you know. I think I did sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. good Fraser Barden, right? How you going? Good. We're uh, we're just chatting about Dead Cow Gully, um, right. saying how uh, when Ryan Crawford come across the line, they said, "Oh, how you feeling?" He goes, "Yeah, pretty good." Tired, <laughs> yeah. like it was nothing. What did he run? Two hundred and eighty something k's. Or... I'm just watching the video of the um, trophy presentation, which was two, they posted two hours ago at the barn. It's a nice property up there. Nice barn. Oh, he's getting the old uh, cow head with the antlers on it. Yeah, nice. Who's got the results? Oh, I've got them here. Oh, let's go through the results before right. we give it away. Yeah. Kind so, um, Ryan Craw, well, okay. Adam Fox and Barry Loveday dropped out together after laps 39. And it was then, like a drawn third place. Yeah. And then um, carried on for lap 40 and lap 41 was James Blanton with Ryan Crawford. And then Ryan Craw, uh, then James Blanton had a. Um, ankle injury and didn't go out on lap 42 didn't start it so that just left ryan uh, aka the cameraman aka the white kenyan to get out and do the lap 42 on his own and you have to do the last lap on your own so um that made him the as long as he doesn't time out and get back um, but they were doing some good times to leave him at lap 41 they did it in like uh 42. 40-something 40 minutes, yeah. yeah 42 so, minutes. So he's allowing himself six, more than 18 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Six minutes a K. So, yeah. yeah, he gave himself plenty of time to sort of recover and and that. And then so Ryan went out and lap 42 uh, uh, to take the win. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should give a shout out to uh, Sam Gardner who was doing it for the first time. He stopped at midnight lap 17. So yeah. good on mate. Then we had a local guy. Alex McCann from the ring bar. He, um, he, it was his second one. I think his last one standing was the last time he'd done a similar sort of thing. He got a new lap record of 32. So 31 yards completed and timed out on lap 32. So five lap PB from his last go at that. Nice. So nice. Pretty good. We should give a little shout out to there was a 13 year old James McCarthy. He did nine loops in his first ultra marathon, 53 Ks. So, well done to young James. He's a local lad out there. So um, good stuff. 13. 
13 years old. A lot of case. And uh, uh, we believe um, it's uh, unofficial. The first woman was Charlotte Roberts in 19 uh, yards or loops, whatever you want to. That's still a big case, though, isn't it? It's the, that's, uh, does that, that doesn't quite get you to the mile, 100, 100 miles, but it's. Sorry, how many laps did she do? 19 times that by 6.7. What's that give us? 127. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So still a good effort though. Yeah. 127 Ks in 19 hours. So the cameraman finished up on 274, was it? Is that right? Mm. 275 Ks. Yeah. That'd be about right. Wow. Big run, eh? Yeah. And he, he was doing a very similar like lap time. Like each lap is like around that 40 yeah. minutes. So even yeah. from the get go, it was like 38 and 39 minutes. He didn't change much over that two days. The guy that was second, is he the, like, because I was watching the um, Instagram, like, videos, was he the guy with the big beard? I think no. so, yeah. No? No. It wasn't. Where did no. he come? Um, I think that's that Reese. Uh, yeah. Williams is the one with the big beard, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. He was looking good. He was leading. for my, Like, every time I watched them, like, running, he was in front of cameraman. Hmm. He was looking good, but I think he had a niggle, like some kind of injury. Yeah. Pretty, um, it's a different beast. That's that game, eh? Like there's just so many different, there's so many things that can go wrong. Yeah. And it just, it's such a shame because there's so much training that goes into it. And then on the day, one little thing can just change the whole outcome. Sam actually, um, said that getting to, lap 17 he goes he wished he'd walked a bit more because he was probably a little bit quick on the runs and and left himself too much time before each lap where he got to sit and relax too long does that make sense yeah so he reckons it's probably a better better to get back with less time and just have a bit of a stand around more so than have a sit down or a relax to get too relaxed and he said so having actually less time would have been better so he says now that he's done it he said it would have been Better off walking maybe a little bit more towards the end of each lap just to sort of make the time go further, you know what I mean, instead of getting back too early. So that's interesting. Yeah, I suppose it's a hard one, isn't it, to, for strategy because you could go, okay, if you've got stuff you want to do, like you want to have a bit of a rub down, change water bottles, you might get back a bit earlier, but other times you don't want to kill yourself. So you could just run a bit slower, seven minutes a K, still get you in with 10 minutes, over 10 minutes to spare. You got, I suppose you just... Yeah, I suppose as time goes on, you might go a bit bit slower and take yeah, yeah. yeah. It went it went quite long, really, in in, in all sort of uh, almost two days, I guess. Mm. So it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I think yeah, last I reckon... year was one in thirty seven laps, wasn't it last year? Yeah. So. Yeah, so they went past that quite easily. Just depends until the second to last person decides to drop out. Yeah. So place. we still had we still had four going further than what last year went, was it? At the end of that. And then the two dropped out, was it 38? And then the other guys went on for a couple more laps until Cameraman went by himself. So that, that last lap would be a bit eerie, eh? Because you've had someone with you for 40 laps. Basically, you could have a chat or something. That last lap, that's 6.7 Ks would be pretty lonely, I reckon. Yeah. Sorry, um, you were right, um, Phrase. That was Reese with the beard. Yeah. So I'm just checking the Instagram now. It said, uh, breaking news, Reese turns back. He was starting to hallucinate and have conversations with trees. 
And wow. that, so after he dropped out, that left Ryan Crawford, Adam Fox, Barry Loveday, and James Blanton. Yeah. Like, yeah. man, it would be so hard going through that nighttime phase for the second time, eh? Like, you've got to know that when you start one of them, that you're going to end up dropping out probably because of an injury or something's gone wrong. Like, your guts are bad. Or, you know, you've got an ache somewhere, just like your knee or your foot, yeah. or, you know, like your back. Something, Something's giving you a niggle. You like that you go, oh, I can't bear it any longer. Um, and I think as well, I was thinking about those. Uh, when you compare that to, like I say, a 50K race or 100K race, you know there's an end in sight. But when you're those last few, you're like, we I just don't know when this is going to end. You know, like this could just go on. And I think that that plays on your mind. You're going, oh God, I just can't be bothered. You know, my only my weird. only concern is that we've got so many tough nutcases that do this sport. Like I just worry <laughs> that someone's gonna die because they're just gonna keep going. You know, like someone who's just so mentally strong who just refuses to give in would just push himself over the edge and Yeah. At least when you've got an end time or sort of like, you know, you can go, okay, well, um, you've got that to aim for like a distance or a time you're running for. But with uh, that, you know, like Cameron last year was sort of forced to pull out because he was peeing blood and he's mm. stuff. And he, like, he was still physically fit enough, mentally fit enough to keep going, but he's just, something was going wrong inside and you don't know, like you, that could be happening to you. You're not realizing now all of a sudden conk. Yeah. yeah. And you're a long way from a hospital out there. Yeah. So. He must have some sort of base. Like he must go, I can do, I know I'm good for two days, like 48 loops. Um, and then if anyone else is there, he's, you have to size up your opponents and how far they've gone before as well, I guess. It's all a mental game really. Yeah. yeah. Like when you see the footage of him running around that, that trail and it's dark and cold. Yeah. It's a long way. Six, man. you know, I run around yeah. the block here. It's 4.3 K and you think, oh, that's another two K, two and a half K on top of that to run. It's a fair old loop. Yeah. I've got like a seven K loop at home that I've run purposely after we chatted to Ryan just yep. to see what it was like. And it's a long way. Yeah. You know, like you think you got to do that every hour on the hour. It's, mm. and it's a beast of an event, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If you want to go, I suppose if you were doing a say a long run one day, so you do a 30 K run, you just go and do what's that? How many laps is that? Is that um five laps go and do find a 6.7 K loop and do five of them in it like one every hour, just to do five hours. That would give you some sort of idea of, well, not even really does it. It's just only five loops. These guys are doing 40 loops. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, yeah. hard work. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I'm not really keen on the stop start format just for one run. You, you go and have a sit down for 10 minutes and then try to get going again. It's pretty hard. Yeah. I've but done it for the 24 hour mountain bike races. It is difficult to get back up off that seat, especially in the it middle is. of the night when it's cold. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Even so like for... you go and do a long run and you like, you know, maybe if you have a two or three minute stop to get a drink, yeah, getting back moving again, like, yeah, everything just seizes up, eh? Yeah. I'm going to do one. I'm definitely going to give one a go just to do it. Um, I, I kind of feel like that Dead Cow Gully just is going to keep growing in popularity. It could become yeah. like a really huge. A, a huge event. I mean, it's already huge, but you know, I mean, like, oh, it's that, grown from last year, hasn't it? Yeah, I think that that um doco that guy did, which was great, 
um, was a real insight for people. And I think it's good because it encourages people to be get out there, have a go, get the training in. You know, it's it's um, all good thing, definitely. Hey, Fraser, do you know if they capped it at 200 people or was that just a number they put out there to see if they get the, the attendance? I'm not sure, mate. I don't know if there's a cap. There must be some limit. Yeah. Well, they had about 220, didn't they, entered? But, like, I know that um, the last man standing, Clint Eastwood, in uh, August, is uh, that is full now for this year. So, oh, on really? people on the waiting list. So, it's really popular, eh? It's, like, just taken off. But they limit it, obviously, there, because I think because of the size of the area there for the camping, that's their own person's property. So, they've probably got plenty of room. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. To do that. But... Um, there was uh, loads of um, like run with Rob people like out there, yeah, like, doing it all. Some of them yeah. did really well. Some like did seventeen laps. Yeah. How oh, many um, run with Rob people did it, Fraser? I've seen oh, photos, but I wouldn't. Seen, yeah, oh, I reckon there was at least like twenty or thirty, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Right. There's a heap. There's a heap yeah. of the shirts amongst everyone, eh? Oh yeah. They had loads of support up there with their tents and stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, but one of us is going to have a crack next year. Someone's got to do it, eh? Like, I would have gone and done it if it was Matilda's birthday weekend. So it just depends when they run it. But they run it at Easter, don't they, I think, just because it gives you that extra day if you need it to run and the day to go up there. So, um, But then you got to think about, like, um, your, you know, does your partner and do your friends really want to be there to... Yeah. Uh, Help you out, you know. Back out there for days. Okay. It was a complete turnaround in the weather for them guys too. They did all their training block, and then it was like sweaty, hot conditions, like you oh, say, Steve. Yeah. And then just the last few days that they started it, it just dried out, and the westerly winds come through. So it was totally still different. Hot. It was still hot out there, apparently, though. Yeah, mm. but around and then it cooled at night. Apparently, around the back, it was like gale force winds or something as well. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that wind was Saturday, wasn't it? So that's when the, we had it all Saturday, didn't we? Oh, no, yeah, Sunday. yesterday, Sunday. Sorry. Did it start Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Yeah. So um, one of the favourites, uh, definitely to take out the women, was uh, Nicole Dukes. And uh, Fraser might be able to give us an update on uh, how Nicole Yeah, what happened to Nicole, out? Fraser? Well, she, she already had a pre-existing injury. Like, what was know? that? Was it like plantar fascia? I see yeah, foot, something like, like that, in the in her foot, um, and it's she's been having physio and stuff on it, um, but it sort of I think hurt pretty much every run that she was on, and then it just hurt from the start from the get go, and then after the, the sort of final lap, she sat with her crew and just said, you know, I can pull out now, and then you know be running again in a you know month or so or i'll keep going and then won't run for god knows how long Ages, yeah. Yeah. you could do a permanent made the decision to uh, do permanent damage eh? Without, yeah exactly so you know what tick would say no, run it off <laughs> but i don't think it would say run, run it off, run it off. Run just, yeah not running that off yeah that, that plantar that's supposed to be excruciating it's like one of those things when you get up and try to get going again it's like really yeah. tight pain in your in your in your, in your foot so be one of the worst injuries. After lap after lap would be the worst for yeah. that sort of thing too. The worst format for an, for an injury like that because every time you sit down, it would sort of like 
tighten up and then yep. oh, yeah. got to keep moving yeah. on. It, it, it's it, if you were doing like a 50 or 100k race, you go, oh, bugger it, I could just keep going to the end. I might walk some bit and that you finish and go, right, okay, now I'll rest it. But with that, you go, I oh, don't know how long I'm going to be doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if she got into like a head-to-head battle with one of the other females and yeah. neither of them was going to give in, just end up like you could, go from uh, being a couple of weeks yourself. recovery to like after having a bloody year off or something. Like it's just yeah. not worth it. You don't want to do that. Like, you know, so at least you got to you got to experience what the what the crew do for the other competitors. Did she stayed out there, did she? They stayed out there, stayed out there for the night and then um, came back like yesterday. Mm. So. Yeah, it's good to see. I suppose you can work out some strategies, see what other people are doing, pick up. I mean, you always you can always learn from these these things, can't you? You know, like, oh, that, they, that worked well. They were using that nutrition or, you know, they were massage gun this time, whatever, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, so I was going to go up there, but then I got the text message that she'd pulled out, so. Didn't end up driving up me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, obviously made the right decision, I guess, for, for like her running career more so. Well, yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> you know, just get it like sorted out, fixed up, and then get back. Has she right. got any other races entered into? Is she going to do like, um, I thought she going to do the butter, the, the butter track, 24. The, uh, the 24 hour track <laughs> one coming up in June. Hmm. Well, Isn't she pacemaking one of her mates at the Noosa half phrase? Or... Yeah. Yeah. One of the girls that was crewing her, she's pacemaking her. Do you reckon she'll be right by then? Two hours for the Noosa half. Um, well, yeah. Well, depends, isn't it? So Yeah. You don't know until you sort of. I don't know what. She's going to the physio next week or this this Saturday. Um, and then work out a plan, I think. Then we've got Coach Andy and then to what they do. What have you Rob been up Rob, to? Rob from Rumble. Rob, Rob, he was injured as well. Yeah, I've seen that. Like, yeah. Because he was like training really well and he did well at the Noosa 50. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't even know he was like injured. He kept that quiet and then, yeah, made the decision to pull out too. I was going to shoot him a message, but I thought, man, he's probably getting bombarded with <laughs> yeah. messages. I'll let it settle down for a couple of days. Instagram, I went on the podcast uh, Instagram and I'm, Put on the dead cow gully. Well done. I said we'll have to get you back on. Yeah, um, I think so. Something like that. That's the thing with those though, because you do so much like after do so much training, like being on your feet and that all the time. Like so it's stuff like that. You just you're bound to get an injury of some sort. Yeah. Well, like, and also, um, it's the take how much food you take. Like he theoretically could have gone for seventy hours if there was two of them. So it's like how you got to take all that nutrition, extra water, just in case. And I remember Cameron said to us, he goes, you always got to take extra, like for the, think of the longest possibility you're going to be there and and pit for that, you know, get your pit, pit crew done for that. So you just don't know, do you, how long? And like, if you, once you run out of food and nutrition, you're like, ah, yeah. could be your race. Then you're in all yeah. sorts, well, it's over, isn't it? Be an expensive delivery. <laughs> I don't think because it's in the middle of nowhere, that isn't it. I probably I don't know shops at Nanango, but I, I suppose other people might drone. Be able to, get a drone people, out. People that have uh, already finished, they might have leftover 
food that yeah, I wonder. We'll have to see what cameraman was eating solid food wise. I like it's good to have a chat with him and see what he was doing for that. You'd have to get some solid food in you, wouldn't you? Otherwise, you just your gut would be. Would oh, be you couldn't eat gels and shit like just for for the amount of time they're on their feet for. You'd have to have some kind of proper food. If I didn't time out, I'd love to have a go and get like 24 hours just to do it. Cause like I used to do 24 hour mountain bike races, but that was just, you just keep going. It's not like you had to get in within an hour of a lap. So that's the thing. It's the hour getting, getting back in an hour in it when you're stuffed. Mate, that'd get you to a hundred mile, 160 K. Oh, that'd be good. That would be nice. That'd be a good way to do a hundred miler because a hundred miler is a long way. If you had to go out on a course, get lost like BTU or something, but that, you know, you, you get used to your lap. Yeah. You could literally say, yep, 24 hours done. In fact, you did be good to do a recce of the course beforehand, wouldn't it? Uh, If, uh, you know, just to get an idea of it. Like remember we used to go to cross country. We used to go and walk the course. What have you been doing training wise this week? I had a pretty good week because of the um, Mate, you smashed holidays. Bit of a battle there, you reckon, park run? Uh, or do you lead from the get-go or do you have to... Man, I'll, go th- I'll, I'll whiz through my week because it was... um, I wasn't that good, but just a good week of running when you're not going to work so much. <laughs> if I didn't work, I'd be yeah, I'd be training like a pro. But yeah, so Monday I, I did me uh, tie boxing, coaching at um, Redcliffe there. And then Tuesday, I went to the Striders, and I was still feeling buggered from um, the time trial on Sunday. You know, we did a, I did a long run. I was yeah. feeling um, really sore in the legs still, so I just I jogged around twelve k whilst the rest whilst the others did a session. And then uh, Wednesday, I took Frankie to play soccer, so I ran ten k of just laps around the oval where he was playing, like big loops about 900 meters or something. I think that was per lap. So it was sort of boring, but not that boring. Definitely doable. And I was wearing me invincibles on the grass. So good for your legs, you know, no, um, no impact. And then, um, Thursday I did like a 10 K loop with 12 by one minute on one minute off. I was feeling pretty flat from work. So I started them off a little bit slower, sort of just under four minute Ks. And then I finished with the last few sort of around closer to 310, 320 pace, I think. So I was yeah. flying by the end of it, which was good. And then um, Friday was a uh, public holiday. So we were up the Sunshine Coast. So I did 6K in the morning with um, Tammy around the beaches. And then uh, did another 8K in the afternoon on my own. It was pretty windy. By the time I did that, that second run. And then Saturday I ran to Golden Beach Park run, which was about six and a half K from where we're from Tammy's parents' house. And, um, I think I run 1850 something at park run and, um, managed to take out the win, which was good because <laughs> I was chasing down a heap of like young kids. They yeah. all went off like about three minute Ks and I'm thinking, oh shit. There's about five kids. I'm thinking, you know, like sometimes you 13, 14, 15 year olds, you just think, man, they can, they can run so quick, mm. but they all faded pretty hard after about a K. Mm. And, um, what was that? What was the boardwalk like? Cause that's close to the end there. When you're coming back towards the finish, was that wet? 
Yeah, slippery. So you had to slow down. You had no choice. Yeah, that's hard. And there's that's people the walking their dogs and stuff. Like, so you just oh. really, I don't know why they just don't go on the road. Get rid of that part. Yeah. yeah like, just go on the road easily, next to it. Easily run on the, the grass next to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I was kind I kind of took my foot off the gas with about a K to go because I figured I was miles in front. And, um, I finished in about, 20 seconds later, a guy came over the finish line and I thought to myself, shit, that looks like Kieran Perkins. And he sort of just kept, he took off. I didn't really get to see, but I was like, man, I'm sure that was Kieran. And I, I thought I heard someone say, oh, hey, Kieran, or something like that. And then when I got home and checked the uh, the photos, yeah, it was him. So I can, I can say <laughs> I beat Kieran Perkins at a park run. Yeah. That was pretty good, eh? Like, um, nice. And then when I did check his Strava, yeah, he it was definitely him. And I didn't think he'd been training that much, but he's been doing like 150k weeks. So I've obviously quality, just don't quality, see his stuff. Quality, Steve. Yeah. yeah, oh man, check his Strava. Shit, he it's does that, some. It's that bird intervals he's been doing. Yeah, he does some bloody sessions, that guy. Man, he can <laughs> run. I mean, I think he's broken 14 minutes for 5k, like he's run 13 something. Yeah. 13.50 something. He got fourteen forty something at North Lakes, and that was falling over as well. He hit hit a pram and knocked it over. And I remember running. So he yeah. passed me when I was in, like midway through my second lap for his last lap. That's how quick yes. he's going. Yeah, he um, can run, man. Yeah. And then on um Sunday, I did twenty k easy, basically on the same path. I run from uh, Moffat Beach all the way to the end of Golden Beach, turned around and come back. That's and, the coolest um, pathway, eh? Oh, it was so where's good. The, like, where's Golden Beach? Um, just before you mean Happy Valley. Yes, Happy After Valley, that. and just keep What's following the, the path. Hilly. Yeah, you go up over the headland. At, at yeah. yeah. Or did you scout the Mister Big Hill? Nah, Mister Big Hill. So you go past, you go past Happy Valley, then go Bullcock Beach, and you go around the corner. Golden, Golden Beach, it goes all yeah. the way out to Pacific Harbor. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice run. But, man, that was 20K, and, like, on your own, that was much harder than running with a group. Like, if what run with a group, you do 20K, I don't even realise we've done it. But that was, like, <clears throat> yeah. Like, I'm only cruising, but it became a bit... Um, what pace was that? I was running sort of, like, 520 pace, I reckon, average. But then when I got back, to, got back into sort of, like, Kings Beach area, there was a guy wearing a pair of vapor flies and who was kind of like racing me. And I just, I didn't want to race with him, but I didn't want to run with him either. And I was dead set, man, if he's listening, I highly doubt he is, but if he's listening, I'm sorry about it. But like he was right on my heels. So I end up putting in like a mega fast K at about, <laughs> at about 18 K to get rid of him. And he probably was thinking, oh, you, what a jerk, but <laughs> He was just sitting right on my tail and he was huffing and puffing and he he was battling and I wasn't. I was like, God, man, I got to get rid of this guy. Like, so I put in like a, I don't know, like a 410K or something and, and managed to get rid of him. I think he gave up, but yeah, man, that like, and then come through Kings Beach and that's people everywhere. But man, that's just such a great run running around those headlands and, you know, you get to look at the ocean. There's just people everywhere exercising and everyone looks fit and healthy. It's yeah. nothing more motivating than that, hey? Yeah. 
pretty visual up there. Like you get to see a bit of the ocean and there's people running everywhere. It's um, just like a hillier version of Shawncliffe, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's and the water's cool. just a bit nicer, I guess. Oh, it's heaps nicer to look at. The views are better. But that, that got me be- to like 79.9K. Yeah. Just short of 80. Oh. I was going to go and do the extra, but I was like, oh, it's still 80. Time. Still 80K. Yeah. Still 80. That's or the, the walking and talking that you would have done. Oh, because we were watching the uh, it was the Maran Pa Bendel surfing contest. So Tony, Tammy's brother, Cliff, he he was in um the Masters. You had the That's, drone out for that or not? Oh, I had dramas with the drone on the first day. Had uh, it said um, I borrowed a memory card off of Tammy's dad, and it said as soon as I put the drone up, wrong SD card, like cannot record. I was like, oh. So I landed it. I filmed it. Should be able to no, film Yeah, but it doesn't film with the same quality. It's like low no definition. Reason. I was like, oh, bugger it. But I've got some footage of Tony on the phone. And then I took it down the next day and got some really good footage of the juniors. And, um, but so we were up and down, up and down. We watched Wade Goodall, Nath. Mm. I was going to get a photo with him for you, but I, I didn't oh, end up man. getting one. But man, he Seven. didn't even get through his heat. And I just don't know how because every time he caught a wave, he did something unreal. And you like, I was up on the um, yeah, headland. I was like, you know, where you can sort of jump the fence and sit on the cliff edge. So I was watching where from up there. When he ever he did a move, the crowd just went, but not a lot. They went, oh. Where was it at? Where did they beach they do? Moffat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's an unreal surfer, though. I'm surprised oh. he didn't get through. And he's still, he's still a fully sponsored. Um, Billabong? Billabong athlete, yeah. Oh, mate. I think it's Billabong. Might be, might have changed there. Might be Quicksilver, actually. Oh, really? How did Tony but, get him? Uh, he didn't get, he come third. He was <clears throat> top two go through. He was in second place with about 30 seconds to go. And they take your two best waves. Mm. And someone caught a wave and did, like, just did him by a couple of points. He's good, Tony. And he just like, does, does a floater. Comes off. He's just like I remember watching him once. He just he was out there. Yeah. He was sitting on the beach. He was like, did a floater, come in. It was like, I was like, shit. That's what I literally paddle out, get two waves, and that's their surf done. Like they get two unreal waves, do like about ten different tricks. I was waiting. I'm trying to look for the photo the other day of him, me and him together. I couldn't fucking find it. Uh, um, we were in the club. What was that club? Um, Oh, I, says, well, I remember we were at clubbing once and he was there. And, um, got oh, Wade, you mean? Yeah, Wade. Photo with Wade. He's yeah, doing yeah. the old knuckle. Mate, it's like when you watch, I, I said this to Tony afterwards, I said when you watch Wade compared to the others, like he was levels above them. I don't know how he, he didn't get through. But when he paddles, his speed paddling was so much quicker than everyone else. Really? And also once he got on a wave, He's covered a hundred meters in like a split second. The speed that he generates is just. Well, he's probably got the right board as well. Like his board is set up. He knows that size wave. I need this board and it's not dragging. It's made like that, you know, like the rails are just done perfectly for his type of surfing. So, you know, it can just makes such a difference in it. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, I mean, I even Tony half an inch shorter. Boards. Tony yeah. had a couple of boards down there to, to choose the right one for the. For the waves, but man, it's just some of the like some of the drone footage I got of the 
the juniors like i was talking to tony just before we started recording he said yeah they'd all be sponsored you know rusty quicksilver like they'd all be proper like they're only about 15 but they're all beyond good money well i was watching that lost tapes. it's just that, unreal yeah. that lost tapes uh doco on youtube of um kelly slater and he's like talking about the, with the board shape and he goes yeah I, th I think i want it just like this but just half an inch shorter and you think how the hell that make a difference but for him it's like when we would put on gloves you know we'd have our 16 ounce sparring gloves now you go oh i'm not quite sure no, 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 that's not quite them you know you go into a shop try on a different pair of punch gloves or punish you go mm, yeah i'm not quite sure with them i don't quite like the fun it's that kind of or even with your like, you know, your running shoes, you put a pair on and you just go, oh, I'm just yeah, not the lacing like system. They like the lacing system, or yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's it's amazing, eh? Just just a different, um, like it's only an hour away from Brisbane, but the lifestyle there that those kids grow up in is just different. Like they're just they're so comfortable in the ocean, you know. They just they just read it. Like watching the drone footage I shot of those kids. You see them all paddling in a, in a direction and you think, what are they paddling out there for? Because like, there's no swell rolling through and then all of a sudden a wave just jumps up out of nowhere and they're all in the right place. Like they're just, they're just well, like watermen, you know, they call them yeah. a waterman. They're just. It's like yeah. Lee's boy, um, our best mate Lee Byers lives on the Gold Coast and he's little boy Jax. He's got his own um, uh instagram page because he's skateboarding he's just at four years old i was watching i was going down the road I was like, Lee, is he gonna be all right is he gonna be all right he's going down this hill and he was just and now he's like five or six he's doing all these tricks at the skate park yeah he goes on all the half pipes and everything doesn't he he's just absolutely i thought he's definitely gonna be at the 32 olympics and then lee goes but you want to see him surfing he's even better at five years old because he just pushes him into it and he goes and he learning to duck dive and he's like dad don't know let me do it let me just you know he's like ways up you know uh you know 50 cents of fuck all and he, he's trying to trying to he can't even do two push-ups push the board to, down yeah he can't yeah. enough strength to push the board down under the water but like that's how you learn though isn't it? you know it's like kids crawling then they learn to stand up and then they learn to walk you know you just gotta let them do it themselves so i'll get there but yeah crazy what about any? Sorry, anyone else? We got massively sidetracked there <laughs> talking about the surfing. <laughs> That's good though. I like hearing that because I don't surf, so I like hearing little stories. Mad sport, eh? Like it's, yeah. it's kind of one of them sports that they're magicians, man. Sucks because your your fate is in the hands of the judges. Yeah. So yeah. the judges could just not see things the way that I reckon that might be a problem for Wade. They might go, oh, it's way good. Oh, yeah, we, he's not allowed to come and win. You know, you don't know what's yeah. it. Well, they, they said the only thing in it was something like that. They said, oh, we're not scoring like tricks as much. And because that's what he does, you know, his thing is well, like surfing, the theirs and yeah. like, oh, we get off the surfing topic. But the first wave I saw him get, he stood up and just like, like, so he stood up and just went like this 360, 360. straight away. And the crowd just went like, what? <laughs> and I thought, oh, he's just levels above and then didn't even make it through, come like third in his heat. If the, uh, if the waves yeah. aren't if the waves aren't any big, then you gotta do tricks because otherwise there's no point worth surfing a all you're gonna do is hit the lip cut back, hit the lip, re-entry, cut back, slot. It's the same with kickboxing and boxing. When you 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 your your decision 
uh, how you perform is basically in the hands of the judges and how they view it. You know, they might go, oh, that was very even, but he maybe did that a little bit more. Everyone else might be going, oh, no, he won it. You know, it's like a, like, like with the UFC. Or if you don't win by a knockout or stoppage, you can't guarantee you're going to win win a fight, can you? So um, at least with running, it's first person over the line. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a bit hard to sort of say, oh, you know, you cheated or you weren't as good as that person, you know, it's like, Say well, I fail a drug test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still little, little things that can affect the outcome. Yeah, yeah. I was down. I went down the Gold Coast for a couple of days last week, and um, you had some good runs down there. You had a well, good yeah, run on the beach. Um, yeah, the boys went surfing like every day, <laughs> right down there in their boogie boards. Ah, oh, cool. Uh, How many Ks for the week? Uh, seventy-five. Oh, big boy. Not going to make a couple of runs down the Gold Coast. I just ran from Kingscliff and then up to um, where the park run starts at yeah. Salt. And then pretty much then just ran the path of the park run. And then on the Tuesday. Sorry, is that the Kingscliff park run? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It starts at Salt there at the um, resort. So basically ran that and then because on the way out it was real windy like headwind and then I turned around and ran on the beach for most of the way back because the tide was out so that was really nice yeah cool. I sort of pushed the pace a bit and I ended up doing like just over 12k in like 455k pace and I felt pretty good and then that was a big flat beach too eh? is that yeah does yeah that always look like that yeah yeah wow, that looks so good <laughs> yeah it's good and then on the Wednesday morning, I got up early before sunrise and then pretty much ran the same run, um, but ran further past the end of the park run to the sort of boardwalk bit where they're repairing it and then turned round and uh, came back pretty much the same way. And that was 14, 14K I did. Um, and then I've had just a couple of treadmill sessions. And then yesterday I did a long run on the treadmill, 24 Point eight k. I had to do some um, like ten minute easy, twenty five minutes at four fifty five pace. Ten minute easy, thirty minutes at four fifty pace. Ten minute easy, and then thirty five minutes at four forty five pace, and then ten minutes easy at the end. Oh, so it's doing that twenty four k on the treadmill. Twenty four point eight k. I did yeah. Oh, two, hours, two, two hours. Two hours ten yeah. minutes. Oh man, I bet it was covered in sweat by the end of that no because i've got my big fan going and it was quite windy so i had my garage door up so there's quite a bit of a breeze coming through um not so bad so it weren't too bad so i it's watched quite, um, it's quite dry eh? it's like yeah. it's just really dry at the moment i watched creed 3 while i was running <laughs> <laughs> watch the whole movie yeah watch the whole movie and then it's not on the ipad yeah yeah uh, but now that gave me 70, just under 70, or just over 75K. Nice. What about you, Sparling? Uh, I wasn't on Did last week. But, uh, yeah, I had actually a good run last Sunday, so two Sundays ago. Um, we did the train line from, I know everyone's, well, most people have done it. We did the train line from Petrie to Kippering and back. And the the plan with Karen Miller, I don't know if you guys have run with her. If she done a run with you guys out with the Striders one morning out on the Shawncliffe there. She um 
I interviewed her for the podcast and said one day we'll get a run in she's, again. She's quick, man. Yeah, just quick runner. Did, we um started off. She goes, I oh, invite some friends if you want. So I invited um Daniel Hara and another fellow from Park Run that we've been running the mega run. So just instead of going there, we did this. But it was supposed to be five, ten easy pace. And then on the efforts, we're going to be doing like 2K efforts at 4.30. And it was only going to be three, but when we got there, we went, it's 28Ks we're going to be doing. We may as well chuck a fourth one in somewhere at the end. Anyway, so we're going along chatting. It was like dark when we started. I think it was like 5 a.m. And as we're going along, um, we're going, aren't we supposed to be doing like 5.10? We're running at like 5.44, 5 uh, 4.50. So we're already going way quick. And then the first effort was at like, 422 and 421 and then the oh, second shit, effort was good. 417 416 but um the average pace when we're going along was like 442 and the guys are going aren't we supposed to be running like 510 on the easy you know like but we're all i think there was only one split over five and that was at the turnaround at the end and we ended up doing 28 k's at 443 average with you know four four two k efforts they're all around that sort of four four seventeen to 420 sort of pace so that's pretty cool. And then um coming off that, starting this week, I just did a 12K recovery on Monday. Um, I went and had a run with Sam, you know, Sam that had the shin splints. Yeah. That was his first run back after four weeks off. So that was that flew away. He hasn't done anything for four weeks other than a bit of walking and stuff. Um, he's seen Mark a couple of times. He reckons he's um pretty painful, eh? Yeah, very <laughs> And I know he was going back this that week sometime during the week, so I'm not sure how that's been. But um, he's been running again, so I think everything's sort of starting to come good. Um, what did he say after the run? Was his shins okay after uh, the first one back? Basically, he's made a decision that the shins uh, have got better, but they're not better better, you know what I mean? They're better than what they were, and he's made a decision. After all the money and everything he's spent, he's, it's time to sort of get into it again. He did a mega run on the weekend at 4.40 pace for 10K, so I can't say that he's, you know, yeah. a bit stiff-legged, I guess, when you look at him running, but obviously in a bit of pain still. But he's trying to get going. And he's done like 200Ks of riding this weekend on a new BMC um, road bike too. So um, heaps of riding. They did 100K, 105K on the Saturday. The riding um, takes the pressure off your shins a bit, doesn't it? So, so I think he's getting his fitness, getting the fitness in right yeah. up by doing that, as well as getting. He did another short run today, so I'm assuming he's pulling up okay to be able to run after 10k yesterday. He's done another ride this morning and another 5k easy just to to turn the legs over. So I'm assuming everything's coming good. So but yeah, run with him had a bit of a chat, so it's good to see him back into it again. And Tuesday I just did some park loops with Emma. She's got a an electric 24 volt. Uh, it's a moto bike, so a little moto bike. It does like 26Ks an hour. If she wanted to smoke me, she'd just leave me for dead. But we get her all helmeted up and get some garden gloves on because she gets a little blister from the throttle. <laughs> but it's it's electric. It's got about a 25K range on it. And um, yeah, just awesome. It's cool. If she wanted to go. Two wheeler. Two wheeler. Yeah, little two wheeler. <laughs> I think if you have a look on my Strava, I put a little picture of it on there. But uh, it was Jared's from years ago when he was four. He used to go down our hill, man. I've, I put my watch on him once and clocked in at 33Ks an hour going down the hill. And over time, when he stopped using it and obviously got into other things, the batteries just died and they're just those little 12-volt batteries. So I replaced them from J-Car. cost me about 30 bucks. Oh, wicked. 
And then yeah. from a standstill, it just goes. Yeah. It goes up the hills the same speed as it goes down. So it's all low geared and it just revs out. And it does about 26 Ks an hour. So if she wanted to leave me for dead, she could. But yeah, she just rides along just in front or just behind. Has a bit of a chat. Kids are funny, yeah. She's only six and a half. And they see all the things that you don't see. Like, hey, Dad, look at the ducks over there. Or, you know, like the birds in the park, all those pink birds. What do they call them? Like, I have no idea. I wasn't even cruising, looking at the cruising birds. Galore. Corellas. Cruising yeah, like corellas or something. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. We just did some park loops around the local park is her until she gets bored and then wants to go home. So I had a rest day Wednesday because the big night at work for the Easter buns is Thursday, Thursday um, morning uh, for Easter. So when I finished, we started at ridiculous hours at 7 p.m. I think and I finished at 6 a.m. Oh. Wednesday night. So coming off a bigger night, Tuesday night into Wednesday, and then it's basically finishing Wednesday and starting, you know, 11 hours later going back to work again. I didn't really sort of think I could get a run in other than having a bit of a rest. I had a rest day Wednesday. I got home and I thought, bugger this, and just go out to blow off some steam. So I did a 10K tempo. Started out, yeah, going through the bush. I thought, oh, I wonder how my legs feel after being awake that long on your legs. And then after the first K at like 5.10 or 5.20, I just thought I'm just going to just send it. And it was just a progressive, you know, like five seconds a kilometre. I got all the way down to 4.08, I think, for the last K. And the average was 4.29 for 10K, so pretty good. Good running, mate. Yeah, I actually felt <laughs> it was the highlight of my week, actually. And then, um, yeah, Friday, I run into a couple of boys on, the, on a group chat, said they were going to do some run around North Lakes. We did a 12K loop that they do over that way. Um, just nice and easy at 5.40 pace, just to chat and catch up. And then on Saturday, I missed park run. I just went and did a run out at Narang Bar with a few blokes that I know. Um, it was good to catch up with them. One of them's a guy, I swapped a, a chest strap that I, used to annoy me. I figured my watch was pretty close anyway, so I, I swapped the chest strap for Emma's running pram years ago, so that's how I know him. Um, he invited me over for a run with one of his mates, and that was pretty cool. Um, to my surprise, though, we went running constantly. It was a 2K on and then a one-minute walk. Does that make sense? So you run 2Ks at like 5.20 pace and then walk for a minute of the next 2Ks. We did that for you know an hour and a half, so it ends up being about 5.44 pace. It was just 16K all over in the ring bar, which is kind of cool. Bit of elevation too. It wasn't, wasn't a flat run. And then on um, Sunday, we did a did an 11K warm-up at 5 a.m. at Decker Park. It was so windy, so we just did two laps of the you know the, that 10K loop out to the pier and back. Yeah. And did, uh, did Mega Run. Wax showed up and Wax... Loves a bit of pace. He, he loves to hate it, actually. He didn't really want to run at 440, but I made him. So he actually um, did the same. We did like 21 and a half Ks or something. And we did that 10K mega run at 440 just to have a hit out for 10K because we've got that red run army coming up in two Sundays. So that was just a bit of a hit out. Um, yeah, I got 80, 80K a week. So I think hey. my consistency is starting to go. I've got like the last four weeks I've done 80 80k weeks and a 75k week so must feeling... say brad's last two park runs have been close to 20 minutes he's been yeah, it's his or any. two fastest park runs ever out there at redcliffe too so so two weeks ago he got 21 17 or uh, 2017 was it and then this week 2020 something so they're both that's his first and second fastest ever out at redcliffe so yeah it's on fire he's loving it literally about to Break through that twenty-minute barrier. 
yeah, but it's come like in his um in his longer runs too. Like we did that four forty pace yesterday at a mega run. He, he wouldn't generally do that, but I think he's just got the he's got it in his legs and in he knows he can do it at the moment, so he's just cruising along, eh? So yeah, just looking at his um progression there, he's got yeah, gone from five thirty six pace to finishing at four twenty nine pace. Yeah. And all pretty close, you know, there's no big jumps. It's all no. gradually it just, um, getting it, faster and faster. He knows I, I like to have a bit of a progression. So as we sort of started off at, you know, if four four fifty nine or something, then I'll push it down to four fifty five. He keeps selling he keeps telling me, he goes, four fifty five Spartan, I go, yep. And then I'll go four fifty Spartan and I'm like, yep. And just keep going faster and faster until we're already at four forty after about three Ks. And he held the next six and the last one he put a bit of a bit more of an effort in. But yeah, that's a pretty cool run when you get to the end of that and you know you've done, you know, sub sub five minute twenty one Ks is a good run. So Bloody oath. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm pretty happy with how everything's going. G C thirty what was your total for the week? Eighty point something. Eighty not eighty one. I think you they're 80, 80 and a half. Yeah. It must be eighty and a half or something like that. So, what about you, Nath? Mate, I've had a, a pretty quiet week, 34K. Um, my left knee's been hurting me on the outside. And so I did a... Uh, oh, that's right. You've been to the physio on it. I've been to the physio, yeah. yeah. So um, I did a uh, 12K trail run. It's all right. My knee was sore. And then I did uh, a ran to the physio, 3K just over ran back from the physio and he basically think because if you look at my Strava in, increase I went like a 30% increase week to the next and it was like a 20% 20% it's been 20% increase and he reckons it was just too much he reckons it's a overload problem because I've got a weak uh, glute mead so the everything else TFL and everything and ITB is all having to take the load and that's just pulled tight that's why I was getting the ache on the outside of my left foot so he said, let's just take uh, Thursday, Friday off. So I took Thursday, Friday off, did park run and that Saturday. So I did about 10K Saturday morning. Uh, knee was all right, but it's just on the outside, just where that IT comes down the outside. The knee was a bit sore, not too bad. And then yesterday we went and had a hike up uh, Mount Gungun and back. So that was just good for the legs, you know, um, a bit strengthening. Um, Where's that? Uh, Mount Gungun's just up past Biwa. So just uh, as you pull in, come off uh, the Bruce Highway for Steve Irwin Way and then just um, hook, in, hook in there. So um, it was absolutely packed. I had trouble. Luckily, I got full drive so I could find somewhere to park on the side of the road on a bit of a slope. But um, yeah, it was really busy. Yeah. A lot of Japanese tourists there, actually. Oh, it must be over. Um, yeah, it was up heaving. Up there. So it was up three k up and down. Really windy at the top, but uh, good, uh, good little adventure. Um, so this week I'll go for a trail run um, this evening because I'll put. I haven't worn them for ages. My North Face Vective Endurance Two, and then I was like, oh, I remember now why I love running them so much because they just that rocker and that plate in them, and they're just like, yeah, just run forever in those things. So. Uh, I'm going to run a trout, do maybe trout uh, this evening. Um, and then, yeah, it's do maybe I might aim for about 40, 50K this week and then 
same again the week Isn't after the um the army run next yeah week. in no uh, in two weeks time two weeks time yeah and then in three weeks time is the brisbane trail marathon so that's that'll be you know i'll do a couple of short runs sort of like taper down for the big run on the sunday so you got to sort your leg out for that really yeah that's why i'm just getting into some work there's some dry needling and stuff and just loads of roller massage gun um loosen everything off and then I can hit that uh, be all right for the Brisbane trail marathon. Yeah. So it's that same area where I had at the Brisbane trail ultra where I fell and hit it. And I think, cause I've got a little bit of a lump there, it causes the IT pans just got stretched just that little bit more over it. So that's what causes it to tighten up. You, um, I reckon you got to get in the gym lifting. You got gym. I've at started home. doing legs. I've started doing a lot more legs. And then we went to the gym uh i think when did we go to the gym i think we went monday night actually to the gym and um i, I did a good leg session there and i was doing like when you do the leg press i was doing it individual legs so because when you've viewed you've got a stronger leg than the other on something like a leg press you can favor the, the strong leg yeah so i was doing it with individual and i noticed that i fatigued more on my right leg than my left leg because, you know, in kickboxing, I'm always left foot forward. There's a lot of strength in that that leg. And when I ride a mountain bike or road bike, that's my favorite foot. You call it your chocolate foot. It's always my left foot forward. So um, uh, that is a little bit stronger and better sort of strength if you're doing a one-legged squat kind of stuff. So I've got these exercises from the physio to help, like doing one-leg pistol squats. Um, never thought of that, but that's a really good way of testing it out, eh? Like... Yeah, on the leg press, put like light weight on it and just go to fail on each leg and see how far you yeah. get. Yeah, and that tells you, that'll show you which leg's stronger than the other. Um, and then doing some plank hold, but lifting the leg up to the side just to work on that glute meat. So, yeah, well, it'd be all right. Definitely. I think the rest has been good. He said you just probably stepped it up too much. You know, like you should do. Like doing all them long degrees. Sunday long runs. Yeah. They've definitely helped, though. Those yeah. Sunday long runs definitely help. Give you confidence in the pace you can run at. And that, but yeah, I'll be back probably this weekend. I'll get into another long run. So nice. Did um did any of you watch the UFC? Nah, I haven't even seen the knockout yet because I can't find it. It was free, love to air, wasn't it? And then I like lost it. No, nah, the well the main card that you got to pay for, but man, that like that fight, but that main fight was unreal. Like, well, was, how long did it last? Second or third round? No, was it? But that guy has beaten him by knockout, I think. Before. Two two or three times. Oh, really? And, then, and it looked like he was finishing him off and he was stood against the cage, kind of like all shelled up. And then out of nowhere, he just threw this Hail Mary right hand, hit him right on top of the head. He was stunned and he just cocked it again and threw it again, hit him right above the ear. It was out. Out. Yeah. Unreal, man. Like, just, yeah, that's that MMA is just the that middleweight title, isn't it? Yeah, light, heavy, I think. Yeah, right. it's just the wildest sport, you know, it can just change like that. Especially with those gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty You're crazy, only one punch man. away from getting knocked out, aren't you? Yeah. We always used to say it, you know. Yeah. And little gloves. Wow, oh, man. You just got to land. It's all over. But they reckon that he'd been, um, planning that in the gym to act hurt and then 
the guy well, sort of like relaxes and sort of drops his hands a bit and then just pop him. Because people, once you go dark, I remember in the, I was used to that one in the corner where I'd duck and weave. And then as I'd come up the other side, I'd bring that left hook. I always used to practice that because people think, oh, I've got him. And they sort of forget and they drop, put their chin comes up and they drop their hands and think, yeah, I've got him, I've got him, I've got him. Oh, sh- left myself open. Whack. It's like, whoops. Kind of what he did, he looked like he was about to finish him. And so he just kind of didn't think anything was coming back at him. Yeah. And he went like through like a knee to the head. Tunnel vision. Sort of took on the hands, like he took him, he took the knee kind of like here. And I was thinking, oh no, it's all over. And then it just, you got to look it up on YouTube. It's yeah. um, one of the best finishes I've ever seen. Crazy. They'll fight again, I guess. Fuck, they're always fighting, aren't they? I don't think, I think that that guy, the guy that lost, I can't even, Pereira, I can't even pronounce his name, but he's going to step up in weight now because he's struggling to make the weight. Mm. They're all doing that IV because it's legal to use the IV to rehydrate. Is it? It's legal if not, no, you're doing it. Jump on the IV and just. Yeah, all that fluid. It's legal to do it if if you don't get caught. No, I think that you're allowed to do, um, Oh, there's a limit in the UFC that you can do. Like you can have a certain amount, but no more than that. Yeah. A certain amount per hour, I think it is. They let you yeah. do, but what yeah. makes you wonder you could do that? I reckon. Like I Dead reckon uh, Gully. a few Dead of those Gully, Gully you could have the IV out. you'd go, but you know you can buy it down at the racetrack, mate. You can buy those IV potassium IVs down at the racetrack. A liter of them, like they're well, about the horses. Yeah, they're about seven bucks. You can do it as a you can use it as a human. I was talking to my doctor about it. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, you just have to get the right one." Like, and yeah. they sell all the stuff with it to stick it in a in a, in your vein. Like, no way. Yeah, they're about seven bucks each, isn't it? You'll be eating hay next. Not recommended. <laughs> yeah, it's animal animal use only. No, but it's the same as they use at the hospital. But like, you'd only need it if you'd was really dehydrated after a big race or something. But um. Uh, yeah, I reckon like Ryan would uh, definitely benefit from one. Oh, he looked so gaunt, didn't he, in the photos and that? Yeah. Oh, I bet he's lost a bit of weight. He was like, yeah. bloody weather would have played havoc with him out there. He's like, I just come back from a run before we recorded, and it was windy as, and I'm thinking, I'm just going to try and run away from the wind through like pathways and stuff. And when I was running away from the wind, I had sunnies on, and my eyes were watering. And as that's dried out, I got all these crystals right here in the corner of my eyes. And when I rubbed them, it felt like it's like sand, eh? Yeah, salt. And then, yeah, before Things I went out, nice. my lips were dry from sleeping last night. So I put bloody the panthem on there. But that only lasts so long. It just bloody dries out. Dries out. You get like some like pawpaw cream, mate. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's always good. I like. And now, if it's a really windy day and you're going to be out for a while, I always put some on my cheeks as well. Yeah, it's like a barrier like, cream. You wipe in your face and that it just gives you that little bit of a barrier. And I think just having that little bit of sweat under my hat from where I've gone like that, I've got like a dry, just like a dry patch. It's just like windburn, eh? But yeah, the kids the, have the got, kids have got yeah, windburn from um, being at the beach. Yeah, yeah. The same thing. It's just the water drying out. Yeah. But yeah, what a turnaround in weather in the last couple of weeks. We've gone from super that mega wind, hot hey? humidity and then now it's dry and windy. Amazing, we had eh? the rain, that storm, and then the then on Monday, Friday, and then the wind. Yeah. Like, hopefully we might just chill out for a bit. Yeah. If the wind goes away and it stays nice like this, it'll be good, eh? 
yeah. Good yeah, running weather. Sure. Perfect yeah. weather. Get some good runs in now. Yeah. Boston Marathon next weekend, isn't it? Monday? Yeah, yeah Monday. The weird they oh. do it on a Monday, isn't it? We did Why? have a message Monday. on the Instagram page about that. It's always been run on the Monday. Is it? Yeah. My old mate, Grant Rogerson, sent the message. The last seven decades. There yeah. was a message. I Actually, it's funny because I flicked it. As I went onto our podcast page, something came up. He said I was listening to Nathan, yada, yada, yada. And, but then I lost it. I don't know where it was. Was it a message or was it a comment on something? Message, yeah. yeah. I basically said message. about the history of the um, why well, it's always on a Monday. Oh, yeah. okay. I couldn't see it. I didn't know it was from. What's um Peter Lewis running? Is that the London what marathon? The London Marathon. When's that? Twenty second, isn't it? Twenty third. The Sunday. Sunday twenty third. Yeah. What um what's the longest yeah. running marathon ever? Is it Boston or is it um Chicago? I think it might be Boston, is it? Yeah, sorry, said Boston is always held on the third Monday of April, which is Patriots Day. Uh, it's been yeah. happening for Public several holiday. decades. Well, they made that movie, didn't it, when there was that bombing? Mm. The yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. Fraser's watched that one on the treadmill too. Yeah. <laughs> As he gets some new ones to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched, I'll tell you what, a good one we watched at the weekend, Dark Waters on YouTube. It's all about Teflon and DuPont. And they reckon that the chemical they were using, PFOA, or otherwise known as CA, is a synthetic carbon uh, uh, like substance. We reckon, and it causes cancer and everything, and all these other real bad things. They reckon 99% of the world's population has PFOA in them. Um, and uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see. But they paid out, they got sued and got paid out millions. Um, but they knew people were dying. They knew that it caused cancer and everything else, and they just kept making it. And they, their big chimney stacks were pumping it out in the air, and they were dumping it all in the water and sludge, and they were moving the the, um, the waste sludge that they'd got to move because they know they are going to get done for it. And then, oh. What, what's the Teflon in? Like, what products is it in? Is that Oh, you know, like on your so – it was all on the saucepans and the – Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember Teflon? Like, because – and they, they started spraying it on tanks, so – it was a water repellent and nothing would stick to a tank. So it would always keep it clean. And the Teflon was like, yeah, you know, your food's not going to stick to it, but it was coming off in people's food and you're ingesting it. And it just, um, yeah, they reckon 99% of the world as population has got it in them um, at varying levels. Jeez, we're only in worst enemies, aren't we? Just so, killing ourselves. And they say, it's really good. The last bit at the end is where they, go through like who sued what and got what and what they reckon there's another so many like cut hundred chemicals that are made that aren't even they're not even governed of how much levels are allowed in drinking water and and uh, they're not even like registered or monitored to their levels and they don't even know how dangerous they are it's like and we could be so much other crap that we have like on your coffee mug that could be coated that could be causing problems yeah. or you know inside batteries or stuff it's probably not that coffee mug because it's about 50 years old <laughs> this one it's <laughs> even got david beckham on it look and uh what's his name is that uh michael owen michael owen and that's who's 1998 that Skullsy there skulls yeah beckham oh and young um rooney rooney in there yeah, 
Uh, that Beckham you've, number seven. You've done well for it to last that long, Nate. So, yeah. Actually, me England rugby. <laughs> coffee cups we won the rugby World Cup in 2008. I just chipped it the other day. I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that um, photo that I sent through to the group of your oh. old house in Maidstone? No. Yeah, that was the Jigo Google Earth, was it? Is that the yeah, one you took the yeah. photo? Yeah, I saw that. On I, Google, I spent, um, oh, because I was, showing, I was, I was up the coast with um, Tammy's parents and I was, my mum and dad, oh, I should give a shout out my, to my dad. He come third at the Folkestone 10 mile in his age group. Oh, yeah. wicked. On a medal. Um, and I was showing um, Tammy's mum where Folkestone was on Google Earth. And then I went from there to um, Hearn Bay. So, you know, we, we we went surfing there yeah. once, Nathan, and then yeah, um, and then I went into Maidstone, and I was literally just walking all through Maidstone High Street. Yeah, I've done, I used to do that when I used to get homesick. I used to walk down <laughs> like Week Street and <laughs> the pub, yeah, I was Gabriel's doing. Hill, Gabriel's Hill, and yeah, nice. that's changed. I'm just looking at the photo now, Penn and Heath, like the road, the firs out the front. They got another lay by further up outside John's house. John Rose, who we've had on yeah. the podcast before, for anyone. But, and then um, the other side, where those trees right? come from? The funniest thing is if you go into um, Snodland, which is my home, like my little village where I used to live, and you walk up the street past the high school, there's two kids walking down the street, and they've obviously seen the Google Earth van, so they're, they're both going like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving their finger to the, to the van. <laughs> Is that there for that's there forever until they update it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I <laughs> cracked up when I seen that. I was like, oh man, that's so typical. <laughs> so your dad came uh same third, that was all right. Yeah, come third, run pretty yeah. good. I think he said he averaged four thirty paces. He did right? our hour fourteen, didn't he? Ten mile. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Got, right the, uh, time, got the old caravan with him. They, yeah, they're in the caravan. They're um yeah, that, no, that's how we actually got onto the subject of it because Tammy's mum was asking how they would have got there. And when I actually looked on the maps from Canterbury where the caravan is to that, um, Folkestone was only a short Not distance. Yeah. yeah, like 30 minutes drive or something. Oh, Pretty good. I didn't realize he had it in Canterbury. I thought he had it stored somewhere else, he was saying. No, nah, that's where the big – well, that's where the farm where he used to – yeah, it's a farm oh, where okay. he used to shoe the – ladies horses and the daughter has turned the farm into a campsite oh. so she's got like what like storage you know, horses area. cows sheep everything there and you can camp storage area yeah, yeah. and they, and you can camp there and it's really popular like so all the sites are powered she's put toilets in and oh, spent no. a lot of money doing it up and um yeah it's pretty cool there there's actually a stream there where it's full of like trout and that remember no. as a kid i used to dad would be shooing the horses and i'd be looking at like the trout and the fish in the, like the stream running through the thing. Pretty yeah. cool. But we got talking um, whilst we were up there about how good it would, would it be to go to the UK and just like do kind of what mum and dad are doing, but then just jump on the ferry, like, you know, drive on the ferry and go over to France and then you can go Italy all mm. through the, you know, you can go through the mountains. That'd be when we win the lottery, mate. I oh, know it'd be just super Just go around and do different eh? races. You could just go and do different races every weekend, couldn't you? Go, all right, we're doing this one here in the Alps. Yep. We're going to this one in Italy. We're going to do the, the like the uh, Valencia Marathon. Yeah, you like could that. literally Paris just marathon. schedule your whole trip around different fun runs and halves and 
get you down know, to the Alps there, do the trail of the bear. You, you could really have a great trip doing that, but like it'd cost you like 20 grand to do something in like that. Fuel. So much money. Just in fuel. Yeah. Yeah, they that reckon you big. need, there was a thing once, you need about 50 grand or something to travel like around Australia for a year. Yeah. Like for food, uh, fuel, like fuel and all that. Accommodation. Yeah. As you were saying, like a camper van, you know, just yeah, camping site, whatever. And so, if we did Dead Cow Gully, like we said, we'd hire a caravan for the crew. You could just like take turns in sleeping. And next year, we should do Dust Till Dawn and um, take a caravan. We'd like, you know, get like a mini bus or whatever and just take as many people up as we can, take any of the listeners up and just have a real good couple of nights yeah. out there. That'd be heaps of fun. I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna run uh, again uh, next year. Probably the fifty. We could set up a drinks table. We could have music playing. Yeah, down that back end there where the grass was. I reckon just, um, but on the other side, on the outside of the, you know, there's people on the inside, but just yeah. stick on the other side there, and just there's loads of grass, plenty of room. And it's a bit quieter down there, you know. Yeah, he, there's heaps no, of room, mate. Sleep. Heaps and heaps yeah, of room. Yeah, loads of room. Just put we your should. swag up and get on with it. Okay, that'd be good. Oh well, for sure. Let's um, can it. Yeah. Be back next week. Happy Easter to everyone. Back to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Not having four days off. Oh, wouldn't it be nice doing this permanently? Uh, what you want? What should we do one, now? Should we go one here for day? Three day week. <laughs> Keep four buying that weekends. lotto ticket. Yeah. Four oh, we got week. a date. We got another date Tuesday coming off. Coming up. Uh, Anzac Day. Anzac Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the month, May Day long weekend. When's that? Is that the 1st of May? 1st, yeah. So that's this Monday. That's like the Monday after the Brisbane Trail Ultra. Yeah. The Brisbane Trail Marathon. I think so, yeah. Oh, that's not far off. Yeah, we've got a few weekends, long weekends coming up. Yeah, because then well, we get the Tuesday. Anzac Day. I might take that Monday off then. So then Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. long weekend in Queensland's on Monday, the 1st of May. Oh, yeah. lovely. There we go. Another one. Boom. Yeah. Had to recover from the marathon. Is there any more after that? Don't know. Well, a bit of a gap then. Uh, yeah, a bit of a gap. Yeah. June. When's Queen's, Queen's birthday, birthday on the 12th of June. The King, it might be the Queen's birthday. That'd be the King's birthday, right? A King's birthday, yeah. Yeah, yeah but except Queensland. Uh, it's like October or something now. Yeah, it changed it. But yeah, everywhere else in Australia. In one country, yeah, it should just Queensland. be the same all over, shouldn't it? Stupid, eh? Oh, we used to all be the same. That's the bloody Queensland government changed it. Yeah, because we had too many close to each other, so we didn't have any down the other end. Oh. Okay. Who knows? I think they timed it in with the football grand finals for the AFL and the one of them ones. It might have been the rugby. Second but, um, one. Yeah, something like that. And it always works out. It's the, the grand final weekend for the rugby league. Oh, yeah. So I think it's a we got, we got stitched up, I think. Everyone know the Dolphins went at the weekend? No. The new uh, Brisbane Rugby League team? I don't know. They had three win, three win winning streak, didn't they? First three games. Bit of a side yeah. note. Caleb, you know, Caleb. Uh, Caleb McInerney, you, uh, you know him, Nath. You know him, Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you've ever met him sparling, but him and also Maddie 3 a.m. Mannion both played for the Dolphins in the same yeah. team. Yeah. And then anyway, 
Caleb went to the UK to play for the London Broncos after that rugby oh. league. Does anyone know why they're not called the Redcliffe Dolphins? Like everyone else got Brisbane Broncos. They dropped the they Gold dropped Coast the Redcliffe Titans. name because they wanted it to be a Brisbane. It, it really is a Brisbane club. Yeah. So they dropped the Redcliffe name, which is a bit. I think the locals were a bit peeved about it, but sounds just, silly though. Everyone else got North to, Queensland Cowboys, you know, Gold Coast yeah, Titans, Brisbane, Brisbane Broncos, Broncos, and then you just, just got Redcliffe Dolphins. It's just Dolphins. Oh, just Dolphins. No Redcliffe. No it's silly. Just Dolphins. Doesn't fit in with everyone else's sort of. They've got a few uh, injuries now and then a few suspensions. Yeah, and they lost to the Bronx. Geez, they're off to a flyer though. Hopefully, they keep some getting some good wins. Yeah, yeah. You can let you go down there uh, late morning, lunchtime, down to the Dolphins there, and across the car park where the Coles is and everything. You'll see them all sat outside. You get your photo with them, get their autographs and all that. So if you've got any kids who are into it, yeah, you can go down there, see them all sitting there having their lunch and. Chatting away, it's good. It's good that they're accessible. Cool. You wouldn't usually happen with like England with Premier League soccer players, would it? You know, because when I do the warm up, I go for a run before tie boxing on a Monday. I run past it, but I've never seen them there. But I assume that they've been training in that. Yeah. We should them. give a shout out to our uh, cousin Craig Barden. He's just done a really good video. It's called the uh, Running Cafe. Now he's changed his YouTube channel. Um, and he just did the Southampton Mar- Marathon, where I used to live, actually. Um, and uh, he did it in, it was his fifth attempt, sub three hours. And I, he looked like he did it easy because he was filming with the GoPro, talking to the GoPro and everything. And he managed to get the first half in one hour, 26. And then I think he did the next one in about one thirty, one thirty-two. He got, what, two hours, 58 or something. So well done, Craig. It was a good run. That's right? awesome. Well That's done. great. Great work. Video. Video on. The first half was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So um, he uh, managed to just hold it there, get inside the three hours. So well done, mate. How hard would that be? Bully, you did oh. two hours 58. Do you reckon you could hold a GoPro up and have a bit of a chat? I can't think of anything worse when you're trying to content, you know, you're trying to zone out and ignore the that's pain fine. and then be carrying a camera to be just. And that's quite a hilly course as well. Like you've got to go over that bridge. You went over it four times because you do two laps. You go out over it and come back over it and you go back, do two laps. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not the flattest course. Um, Shit, good on him. That's yeah, a good round. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it goes through the old, uh, the new Southampton football stadium. It used to be at the Dell, which I used to live at the end. It was at the end of my road, football stadium. But this one, he actually ran through on the like, side of the pitch as well. That was pretty good. St. Mary's. That's it, St. Mary's. All right. Good stuff. All right. Good, up. good shit, team. We'll catch you all next week. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good week. Have a good week. Yeah. See you then.
becomes higher than this ship climb up by imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating, on exploitation my mind. Wish you fine in time. I would find they would shine when they won't shine. You can put the time on mine. So me these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance. Dimension of flowers in my mind Stop rewind Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why Subliminal messages can't breathe Close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me in my imagination In my imagination Oh, sometimes our minds play these tricks on us Sometimes we find that our minds, they climb higher than they should climb up Our imagination, contemplation, hesitating on In my mind, wish you find In time, our minds They will shine With the wonder shine You can put the time on mine Show me these purple elephants A twisted intelligence Extension of tolerance Dimension of flowers In my mind Stop, rewind Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why Subliminal I can't breathe Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, 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 mind.